0: I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny.
1: I love it. Do you like Uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. And you dropping your voice.
0: That could be our our first intro. (laughs) So without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. (laughs) In this episode, David is going to be giving a presentation he gives to professionals and folks with ADHD all across the country. It's amazing. And he managed to give it to some of our neurodiverse and neurotypical friends and family. Christina, AJ, Gabe, and my husband, Bobby. Thank you so much for joining us. Amazing friends and family. So for this episode, you're going to hear David talking about a PowerPoint presentation. Kind of hard to do over a podcast. So if you want to see some of these visuals he's talking about, go to our show notes to a link. Or go straight to our website, somethingshinypodcast.com. That's somethingshinypodcast.com. And you can check them all out for free. This is part eight of David's lecture series all about ADHD, where he switches from an overview of ADHD to addressing what to do with it and about it. For this one, it really helps for you to go back and listen to the other parts of the lecture series first, which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts or on our website, somethingshinypodcast.com.
2: It's so interesting. I've gotten, I'm putting, I feel like I'm not only trying to also, you know, monitor the audio, but I'm, I'm trying to, I'm also piecing everything together. And, uh, it's, 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 I had this moment where I was like, Oh my God. And, uh, and it's, I've been, I've been reading a lot of books on like sales and and focus and, and, um, uh, read a book about like, uh, habits and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and all these, and all these books about, sales and like making the like hitting the top and blah, 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 blah all that kind of stuff. <laughs> there was i I'm just, I'm quoting the book. Um, but there was, there was, uh, it all talks about finding, like you said, we're, we're trying to, we're with, with ADHD, we're, we're trying to, you know, be good at everything. We're trying to do all this thing. We're trying to make sure, you know, it's the self-esteem thing. Well, I have to, I I'm, I'm good at this. So I'm going to have to lift myself up here. But when you're saying the relief pitcher only does this thing, all of these books, if there's one thing in common, there's one theme. It's you find the one thing that you can focus on, you become the best at it, and you become the expert, and you become first place in this thing, and then you just ride it. And that's that's how. And it's the same thing with like finances. It's like if you're trying to kind of you know, well, let's just well, we're, we got a lot of money coming in here, and we got a lot of money coming in. Oh, but it's going to be slow this month, and you really don't focus, and you really don't go. Well, what's the like? What's the goal? What's the structure? What are we working towards? then everything just spills out and this is gonna be everywhere all the time. The
1: task drives the mission.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you just saw uh, all of it come together with like, how people can like, be distracted by trying to be perfect everywhere.
2: I think, it's, I think it's perfection. It's also the fact that like in the, in the same boat with Gabe, it's, you've got all things going on all the time. As a freelancer. And so you're trying to juggle uh, the projects that you have, you're trying to stir up new business, Uh, You're also trying to get big jobs, but then you're getting caught up with paper cut little jobs. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all that kind of stuff. But it's scary to go, well, guess what? I'm going to say no to 98% of the things, and I'm only going to say yes to this 2%. And the 2%, that's going to be the thing that, that I'm the best at. But it's also crazy because my brain can't, sometimes I'm like, but I don't want to just do two percent of one thing. I don't want to just do what I'm good at or or the one thing I'm really awesome at. I also want to do what I'm kind of good at. And I also want to do what I'm not good at, but I'm interested in being good at. And I want to do what I'm really good at and I want to do what I'm awesome at.
1: How would you know? How would you know what would be best?
2: I think it's how I feel in the moment. So sometimes I feel really excited about doing one thing. And then when I stop feeling excited about that and start feeling excited about something else, I start, I start kind of chasing that down
0: so i'm smiling because i can hear myself in that
1: you're seeing what are you hearing
0: well i'm this is a silly comparison because the stakes are so much lower but like i always have like i'll get i'll check out the maximum number of ebooks from the library and i will read like i i will read them all but I will, like, I have, like, a weird rhythm for when I pick up each book. And it's based on, like, exactly
1: what he's saying. What you're and, like, feeling.
0: If you told me you can only have one book, I'd be really,
1: I wouldn't want to read it. I'd get so annoyed with it. So what you both are talking about is the structure. Does it, I'm gonna, does it make sense when I say that or no? It's like you're pacing the structure of how you consume books, the structure of how you tend to business. You do focus on one thing for a while. And then you need to do different things. And then you go back to it, right? And when you're saying it, I do it based on feeling the one, the one slow push I'd say is, is like, it's not, on am feeling, I actually would bet that there's a rhythm to this and I would just pay attention to it. Like, I wonder if it's even like cyclical, like this month, you're usually like this, like, I would be very curious to know how much of this is actually more of a pattern for you.
2: Oh, it's crazy how it really is. I, I don't keep it as much anymore, really at all. But we have both have little one sentence a day journals. And it's, it's crazy. Cause Isabelle's is really the good cross-section of it because you keep it pretty much every day and you'll go oh, like, we, we did were, the same thing we five years, years ago, four years ago, three years ago fight. and two years ago. We had the same, <laughs> same, had the same <laughs> fight last year. We had the I'll same. I'll like we, we We got a up, fight up. weekend coming yeah. up.
0: I don't know what's happening, but every year for the
2: last four years, we got or to we had to the same about conversation about how we wanted. We want to travel right now, or we had the same conversation about how we want to do this or this is this happened or this or or you went and did this thing and and some of it's seasonal and some of it kind of you know will happen that way but a lot of it is just more personality based and it's not as as like work based or time based
1: right but you're seeing that there could be patterns and i guess i guess what we're talking about is like focusing on the things that you're really good at allows you to better discern what else you should put up like pick up and add to your repertoire People with ADHD often overcommit or do uh, agree to do too many things because they want to make people happy. And when you're thinking about, like, I should be doing what I'm really great at, it can minimize how overwhelmed people can get by other facets of their life. It's not to be heard as you can only do it this way. It's, heard, it's really to be heard as focus on what you're good at. For me, I'm really good at talking and listening. So I talk and listen for a living. I don't write, right? Like, it, it, like we think about what we're good at and it's really important to invest your energy in it. When I write a paper and I hand it in and someone goes, this is not a great paper, I go, no kidding, I know. But if I was talking to you, you'd be blown away. Like, it, like, like I immediately know this. It's like it's accepting your vulnerabilities. It's knowing who you are. It's about embracing. It's not about curing. So this is when we get to the really cool stuff. I'm so excited about this. So ADHD has a variability around stimulation. And what that means is um, people with ADHD require a certain amount of stimulation to do tasks. They require it. In the absence of that stimulation, they can't do tasks. And so what we see is um, a really good example that would be like explorers, right? And, like, one explorer would, like, walk up and be like, oh, my God, there's a cliff, like, four feet away. Amazing. We've reached the end, right? Where the ADHD explorer would have a little more interest in being stimulated. They might, like, run all the way up to the edge of the cliff and go, oh, wow, it's not a long drop. There's an orchard down there. And then, like, the neurotypical person takes over the orchard and does everything and starts billing it out and hires the ADHD person to work for it. But, like, that need of stimulation right there is, like, what led you to get a little closer to that cliff. It's why people might wait to the last minute before they do something. what we're going to end up talking about is like procrastination and different ways your body self stimulates. So our bodies will self stimulate in a lot of different ways, but think about anything that makes your heart beat increase. We talked about this earlier, right? So anxiety, (laughs) anger, excitement, arousal, those emotions typically, like we think about the ones you've practiced the most and those are the ones that are going to come in to help stimulate you to do something. So most people, or that are ADHD will either get excited around a transition, they get anxious around a transition, or angry around a transition. I don't see a lot of arousal around transition, but I'm sure that could happen too. And we expect, we we should always expect those things. So you you both are, I love that you're both like laughing and looking at each other.
2: Yeah, it's transition city is not where you're at right here. This is, yeah, no, we have the hardest time, I think with transitions.
0: But even when you said that, like, you're either going to get excited or, or anxious, anxious or, angry, or angry, I was, like, angry. Yeah, I just, <laughs> and then I'm, like, anxious. Yeah. Like, you can, like, you can see it. One big sign. Yeah. In,
1: in my family, like before everyone would get ready, like growing up, not in my not in my partner, but like my family origin, And like my mom would be like, "Everyone get to the car!" Like it would be like, "This. Why aren't you dressed?" It would just be like this, like pretty intense experience around like get. We would get to the car and drive there and it'd be like, "Oh, how's everyone doing?" Like like you're there and you transition and it's fine and like everyone in the back seat's breathing fast. Like oh god, it's it's like this is where we see the the stimulation variability. But like when we expect it, it makes you less of a monster. And that's the really important thing to think about. Like, you're always so mean to me when we leave as opposed to like, oh my God, you're going to be so mean. I'm going to leave without you. You can meet me there. (laughs) Then what that does is a DRO technique.
0: DRO stands for differential reinforcement of the other, which is just a fancy way of saying that uh, you're making the behavior you're trying to avoid not an option, like you're taking it off the table. So it's a way of trying to succeed without having to also combat the urge. So for example, if you know you're going to eat all the marshmallows, if the marshmallows are in your pantry, you don't buy them. And then ta-da, when you're hit with the urge to eat them, you don't have to fight it as hard because they're not there back to what we were saying
1: or i'm going to get ready i'm going to wake up get dressed shower put my tie on and go back to sleep you wake me up when you want to go like we think about all like taking care of those transitions
2: can i oh, can i have a yeah. I have a question it well, it's so here here we, here we go um, <laughs> so if, if we both have adhd and in the world of uh, how we how we operate when it comes to like transitions and stuff like that I want to get on top of things and I want to make sure, you know, you get anxious. What I do is I get anxious and I think it comes from what I do is my part of my job is that I have to make sure I'm on schedule. I'm on, you know, Mm -hmm. things are, things are moving. Things are, you know, we can't, a lot of times it's like, we won't have time at the end to, to go past. We can't go late. So I'm usually early. That's I, I try to, I try to, I try to be early as opposed to on time Mm -hmm. or late. And so, if we're even if we're just going to like just for instance, this could be a hypothetical. Maybe we're going to the aquarium <laughs> last weekend and uh, and, maybe, and we're meeting people there. And we're meeting people there who yeah. need our membership. And uh and I and I want to get there by nine because that's when we said we'd be there and and we leave and we leave here around like nine thirty. And so and I that just that just really irks me. And so I was saying, well, I need to wake everyone up earlier. And so what I'm doing is I'm doing what you said, I'm trying to control it. And I'm trying to say, here's what we're gonna do. And, and everyone's like, no.
0: But then I I bought, by, by everyone, I, the other person that you're talking about. I'm sorry, everyone, you had to say this, right? I know, <laughs> this, this is tough, tough call. Um, meanwhile, I do really great, and I'm very at ease in a transition if somebody else is managing the moving parts, like in those times when he has the car ready, like he gets our, you know, our kid ready. There's like, he's walked the dog, like he's kind of handled those bits because
2: he's usually anxious and does them. Um, then we- at, me- at this point, I know, oh, this is something that when you, when, when you wake up, you're just kind of, you've got your path. And yeah, like,
0: I've got oh, like my own way of I doing it. These, and yeah. so if I have someone in my ear though, micromanaging me, that's when I get super pissed because, and I've explained this, it's like, it's not that I'm it's, uh, mad that you're trying to help. It's that your help is too many. It's too loud. It's too many voices. It's too I don't help. know what to do. I get, I get super flustered and then I get really, really mad that I can't do it. Cause I'm like, I'm a functioning adult who like can't get out the door right now without feeling like I'm having a nervous breakdown and simply because someone's telling me what to do. So even hearing him say, okay, I know what I'll do. I'll get you up early. Makes me mad because I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I've got my. Rhythm.
1: Can I can I push there for one second, but not it won't it, fix it. it won't be bad. But like I, I want to push. Like what you're hearing, and this is it's like, are you mad that you're hearing micromanagement, or are you mad that you're distracted every time he talks to you?
0: I'm mad that I'm distracted every time he talks to me. And because he, I and I'm sorry, I'm going to pause on this. That is a common trigger for me i like noise and to me i can't ignore a voice Mm -hmm. and i can't ignore music sometimes and i hate it and i get very like
1: stimulated to regulate so as your need to attend or use attention skills goes up your need for stimulation goes up you're in your head could be like i need to get up, get up put my shoes on walk 10 feet and while you're saying i need to get up you're hearing you need to sit down you need Mm -hmm. to take your socks off Mm -hmm. and breathe
0: yeah, and it
1: drives me. And they're competing. I wish you could, like, audio that so I said those two things at the same time. But, like, you can't. I look at you like you're magic.
0: That's like, what it feels like. It feels like he's telling me to do something yeah, as I'm also trying yeah. to, like, actually... And, and actually, it doesn't feel like one voice in my head. It feels like six voices in my head. I mean, not like six different voices. Just six versions of myself going, like... Wait, did I get the tea ready? Do
1: I want tea? I don't know. What about the co- like like
0: the coffee, but like what about like orange juice? And
1: then that it's no time for orange juice. What so, are you doing? So we keep, keep going around like what would a list be like that you would hear?
0: Um the list is like don't forget your you lip balm. You hate it when you breathe, forget your lip and it's balm. Okay, and get then the find your sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh, I, don't like in, I don't like it. I don't like
1: it. And no no and I don't, yeah, thank I, you for doing that. I'm
0: getting so mad at did you. You
1: feel the stimulation right there? I'm
0: so bad. Yeah.
1: I'm very sorry. It's okay. Yeah. But what's happening is it's like your brain's ability to, is trying to keep you on track by upping stimulation. It's a guardrail, a bumper ball. Like you're, you're pushing out my stimulation, Get mad at him. He's annoying. He's not good. Like think about the levels of like blocks you're trying to put on the distractions that I'm throwing at your face right there. Yeah. It's adaptive. I want to make sure I'm saying this in a different way. Huh. You've adaptively learned a way to do a sound scream is to hate somebody. <laughs> I but know, it's,
0: I, I didn't have my whole life with like homework and stuff. Anytime someone told me to do it, I'd be like, shut
1: up. Like You I'd had your own it. process.
0: I would get but, so mad at them and I'd be like, "Leave me alone. And, and then I do it. Then, but like, I can't handle someone telling me to do something. And but you're telling me I need someone to tell me to do something so I can get pissed and then I'll do it?
1: No, I'm saying. I think have, that's
2: what he is saying. So no. I'm, no, I'm right. I'm saying
1: <laughs> that with structure and your own independence, you're less likely to be angry because you don't need to self-stim to stay focused. and the more competition you have to do those things the more likely you're gonna have to self-medicate to stay on track this case you're saying your self-medication is your anger I'm saying there's no way you could have the competing stimulus without getting angry unless you're like taking medication or some otherwise altered
0: that explains so much because on the days I can take medication which I cannot of late This was a different scenario
1: because you were already stimulated without having to.
0: We'll get there. Look at me. I'm at the door at nine. You know, like we. The people were running late for the record. (laughs) This information he did not at the time. That was part of the the (laughs) cut. So,
3: just generally speaking, if you're dealing with someone who has ADHD, maybe don't give them multiple competing instructions at the same exact time, or else this might be a theme. What?
1: Like one, one thing at a time. <laughs> or, or it's about the person with ADHD saying, hold on, hold on, one, I need one. So it's about, it's about like the need to self regulate and moderate the process. But the hard thing here is there's a dramatic need for attending. Now, so what I mean by that is like typically there's a lot of like people with ADHD where it's like, hey, can you do this one thing? And the person goes totally, and it goes on this list, and maybe it gets done in the next two days. Right? <laughs> So if there is, so if there is an item kind of thing, what the, like the call and response is, you got to be like, hold on, let me do that. Or like, what's the, that and the other thing, but no more, I can't. And so it's about regulating that. And then when you feel the frustration growing, this is where you go like, hold on, I can't hear anything. Nope, no, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. ADHD moment. And then you can like pound your feet and run in a circle like I just did, right? <laughs> but it's, but this is where you can understand like, oh, 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 I just did this thing. His response is around self-medication. Like,
3: Why did you
1: say it was me? Because he was looking at you. <laughs> like literally looking at you when he said that. <laughs> because
3: there are times when I had no, no, hold on, just one thing at a time. Yeah. Just one thing at a time is too much. So how do you have, uh, how can you apply this uh, awareness and like, uh, you know, structure to moments of like kids, you know, in parenting? Because that's, fun. it's impossible. No, you know, like when when I have to like go somewhere with my kids and I'm responsible for all these different variables Mm -hmm. and stimulus that happen, I get overwhelmed and I can't do it. And immediately for me, I'm like, that thing, whatever we're going to, is not important anymore, (laughs) and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) Right? It's like you you want me to be at at school with my kids at by eight thirty? Yeah, right. I'm not gonna do it. Like, cause there's so much and it's it's almost feels like a handicap where i'm just like not gonna happen because there's so much stimulus in us getting ready so like my wife is great at uh at uh, helping me with that like if we're going swimming and i'm taking the kids swimming our gear will be ready in a bag right so i don't forget things and essentially all i have to do is get the kids out the door and i'm like i can do that i can get them to the pool and i have this bag and all the shits in the bag i can do that
1: so what's your accommodation there
3: her, uh, her getting the stuff ready.
1: So, if you had an early day for school, what would you say differently?
3: Oh, yeah. If all the stuff was ready. Yeah.
1: And how could you get help doing it? Maybe you can't, like, maybe it's not on you to do the night before, but like, hey, I got, I'm going to take them in the morning. Can you help me? I need. And it's, it's interesting how you know what you need and it's hard to put it into different contexts. That's what I want to keep validating. But you're seeing exactly what you need, right? Like where the accommodation lays. The, the truth around managing children. Well, the truth around managing children is, it's like there are certain ways you want to talk with children and, and other adults with ADHD that are different. Like when you're talking with a kid or a person with ADHD, do not ever say anything that a dead person can do. No dead person language. Stay in there. Stay there. Don't touch that. Be quiet right if a dead person wait five minutes a dead person could wait five minutes forever no problem like like so what what do you need someone to do for five minutes instead of like wait like go walk around the block play quietly do what quietly what kind of play like go run to the tree and back playing means i might take out a bunch of things and start playing like like talk about really specific things that a dead person can't do well quietly walk in a circle or if you're in a, if you're in an apartment store, I don't care where you go, but you have to keep your hands in your pockets. Like, like really specific instructions that a dead person couldn't do.
0: Or an alternative to the quietly. Goodness knows that's an interesting conversation. Um, is just like something like, like we play like a whisper game. Mm -hmm. Like, like purposely I'll go loud, 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 quiet, quiet, quiet. But it's like, I, I can't ever say don't be loud. Because that never, that doesn't work. So it's almost like you go, yay, loud, also quiet.
1: Like, I don't know. How soft can you talk and still hear?
0: Yeah, like a game, yeah. Right, like, and,
1: and then, then I'll... I'll. Oh, this is whisper time. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I don't know. No, no, these are sometimes
2: all. Sometimes about... it works. Sometimes it works. I was gonna say, sometimes <laughs> it works. It was...
1: I feel like the the big part about this is like normalizing the emotions, normalizing that anxiety, normalizing the anger, the arousal, the excitement, like, and that simulation based on distractions. like. Knowing that this is supposed to happen is a really big thing, especially with kids. Like, oh yeah, it makes sense why you're feeling it. We want to avoid saying things like just and should, all times. All you gotta do is just do this, you should be. Don't, like, I, I tell people stop shooting all over themselves.
2: What? Stop <laughs> oh, No, that's what I was saying. I was shaking my head because I'm like, I feel like I do that w- way too much.
1: The, the, the supplement is actually just honor the complexity, right? So you just say, like, uh, I know you want to say, like, it's easy. All you have to do is one thing. Right? Instead of saying that, you'd be like, I know this is hard, and there's only two things left.
0: Oh, that felt so good to
1: hear.
0: Has, that made me smile.
1: I know that waiting is not something you're good at, and this looks easy, and you're killing it right now. Like, how can we start validating and normalizing these things? Because when someone's self-esteem is damaged, they'll throw everything away, and if their self-esteem is attacked, they'll do everything to save the crystal ball that makes
3: sense? Oh, absolutely. Last last night, uh, our oldest child was going to eat his broccoli before he could have a cookie. And he uh, ate a bunch of it and it was awesome. And he had one bite left and he did not want to eat it, right? So he starts melting down and just like burning the house. Seriously. Yeah. Because it's like, well, torched earth. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, seriously, right? And so my, as soon as you said just, because my immediate reaction was like, you just have one more bite. It's, it's so easy, just it's one more bite, just eat it, right? Like it's so, it, opposed to, you know, if I would've said, hey, I know this is really hard for you. This isn't, this isn't gonna be easy. easy. Yeah, this isn't gonna be easy, big challenge, right?
1: And now, do you feel even different saying that in terms yeah, of absolutely. like your willingness to wanna do it? Right. Uh, but I mean, uh but also like in that uh,
3: circumstance last night, I also realized that was happening. And I was like, nothing is worth scorched earth, especially a bite of broccoli. It's totally fine. You did great. And, you know, here, you can have, you totally have cookie because you ate a lot of broccoli. You did a lot. Yeah. Smart. So, yeah, but it's taking five years. <laughs>
1: <It's>, <laughs> but this is, this, these are the difficult power struggles you can get into with somebody who has ADHD. And like, the dilemma that we talked about earlier is like when you're debating somebody with ADHD, even though they're losing, they're getting reinforced the entire time. The entire time he's practicing scorched earth, he's reinforced in his brain, not his cognition. He hates that entire experience, but he's like, I don't know why I have to do this, but I'm compelled to do it. It's just knowing that it's not personal just makes it hurt so much less. You ever gotten cereal and found that there's like a prize in the bottom? But but there's like five prizes that you have to collect. you got to collect them all. Well, my lecture is being broken up into small prizes that are found at the bottom of cereal boxes. Except instead of a cereal box, it's this podcast. And we will slowly be releasing them. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I am nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny.
0: That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something shiny Podcast, And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.